What's up, Ding Dongs? It's me, Corey Craft. Shout out to all the Corey heads and kittens out there in listener land. And we're starting this episode of the Side Talks podcast with a bang today. Uh, I've got right oh, across man. the table from me, my co-host. Who are you? I'm Rachel Morgan. And I just, I'm going to tell you right now. Okay. So I, y'all, I... My girl does not listen to this podcast. I'm just gonna let you know. I know Why I know, on earth I know, would she? I know. But she did. She was like, "Well, I'll listen to episode 400. That's a, you know, that's a milestone moment for y'all, and and I'll, and I'll listen to that." And she said straight up, she she goes, "When you were on with your bullshit, she goes, it's it's too much." No. She's like, Corey's got to stop. No, Corey, it's and not normally too much. she's in support of your shit, but she does. She's like, it's too much. It's too much. No, podcast I'll, at sidewalkfest.com. Is it too much? The Corey heads and kittens out there would disagree. Shut up, pumpkin spice chicken sausage. <laughs> <laughs> What's this shit? I was very kind. Yeah, to that you today. was subdued. I was really kind. I, I feel like I've been coming out the gate with a lot of classics lately, and I thought I'd be kind to everybody. I got one for you. I don't have a lot to describe, but I think okay. you might get it. And if you don't, eh, you, you could stand a loss every once in a while. Well, all right. But it's it's a very brief little moment that I've seen that was shown to me. Okay. This is a rare occasion when, when somebody came to me, actually my girl, came to me and said, I got to show you something. Uh-oh. And you got to see if Corey can tell what this okay. is because okay. this is outrageous. So um, it is two. it is three folks on a sidewalk. It is old timey i don't i i just i hadn't seen this film actually to tell you the truth so i don't know if i had to guess we're talking about the 1920s but i okay. could be wrong could okay. be wrong but you know what i'm saying it's gonna have a this this older older vibe got it um could be the 1930s and maybe even into the 40s but i don't think it would be beyond that or before that sort of range okay and um it, there it's two men and and a woman and uh and two of these three are very famous people so th- this is a lot. Is this in front of a theater? It's in front of a theater. I know what this is. The, how do you know this already? This is a contemporary film, and one of these people is not primarily known as being a film performer. That's correct. How, and, how, and this person are you gets, shocked right now that he's the, yeah, I think he's about to get it. This, two weeks in a row, dude. This person, the three people are Christian Bale, John yes. David Washington, and Taylor Swift. And the movie yes. is Amsterdam. Oh and my God, she gets pushed by, in front of a car. She gets thrown in her car, and... I, for whatever reason, this is the hokiest, weirdest direction, and it is hilarious. I mean, you wouldn't think, oh, she gets thrown in her car and run over, and it's yep. hilarious, but it is hilarious, and I think the fact that it's Taylor Swift playing the role makes yep. it even more funny. It does. I can't believe you got this. I d- I, was I being too descriptive? I mean- You said three people on a sidewalk in an old-timey setting. Oh, my God. Setting. I mean, that could be so many films. Age You're of like Innocence. The Rain Man. I know. This shit. is- yeah. This is crazy. I saw this film in a theater. Uh, it's very bad. <laughs> it is so bad. Directed by David O. Russell. Correct? David O. Russell, who is a filmmaker who's made some movies that I like. Made before. some good movies. Uh, this one got away from him. Wow. Um, you can kind of tell that this was uh, perhaps shot without a screenplay and cobbled together with scotch tape in the editing bay. Um, pa- I mean, papered together with voiceover, the shots are assembled all willy nilly, as you saw in that clip. It is crazy. And by the way, our our folks who listen, who might also attend Bad Movie Night, or who, if you don't attend Bad Movie Night, come on, because one thing I, I've done a few times, not many, but a few times, and I'm definitely going to do with this one, is there's some films that are intolerable to watch the whole film. This would be one, <laughs> or they have a scene or two that are that are really terrible, but the rest of the film isn't that bad. This is a scene that I absolutely am going to 
excerpt and play before a bad movie night for us to holler at the screen. I think people are going to lose their shit when they see this. It is so terrible. Yeah, it's really bad. It's a rough movie. Um, It's got so many other famous people in it um, doing their best. (laughs) Margot Robbie, uh, Robert De Niro. Christian Bale? You didn't have to take that paycheck, right? Rami Malek. Oh, jeez. Well, he's a a hack. Yeah, well, I'm not his biggest fan either, but... I mean, still, it's none of these cast. people needed the paycheck. No, um, but you know, Ro- David O. Russell gets Oscar nominations, and I'm sure they uh, were they were seeing that you know flash before their gonna, eyes when they signed the contract. Uh, wow, but it didn't ba- work out this it's time. It's bad movie, night bad. Yeah, not good. Not a good movie. Anyway, um, but a, a good win. Good for you. Yeah, I'll take it. I'll take the win. It, it, that, that makes me feel good, and uh, it makes me feel better than Taylor Swift did getting run over the, by that car. I'll I know, that right? Much. She's definitely a goner. I she mean, it's definitely a, ow, that, that didn't feel good. That's like in the first 15, 20 minutes of the movie. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah, so it, it, that's like the, that. the setup of the plot. They kind of get framed or accused of her murder um, and have to go on the run a bit because they're stumbling onto a conspiracy. Oh, I got you. Well, Laura saw this on an airplane and said she about screamed out when that happened. Yeah. She was like having trouble keeping it quiet. It was so outrageous. I mean, in, you know, I'll say this for the movie, like that's pretty savvy to cast Taylor Swift in that role only to just kill her, <laughs> to throw her like, under a car viciously and suddenly in the first like 20 minutes of your movie. I mean, yeah, but this isn't like, you know, it's, it's not, this isn't scream, right? It's right. probably a situation too, where she's like, I can be on set for 30 minutes. What can you do with me? Yeah. Well, we'll throw you under a car. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good to go. Oh, those musics times three. Music, music, music. And we're all here in in the other on the other side of the window. Brad's in here with us. Hey, Brad. Right. How's it going? We're no longer being looked at like monkeys in a zoo. <laughs> so I have a question for y'all about music. And this is really not as film related. We do this occasionally. Just kind of let's just talk about music stuff, even though I think we're gonna maybe connect it back to film here in yeah, a second. Sure. But I have a question for y'all, which is this. Is there a particular song that comes to mind? That you used to listen to, maybe even sing along with, kind of loved on and celebrated and thought it was just all in good fun that is now like cringeworthy because it's so politically incorrect or so like terribly you know, offensive that you feel bad. You want to go? No, I don't because okay. I, I racked my brain about this question and nothing leapt to mind really? for me. I bet I'm my sure parents have a lot. Something. Yeah. I'm sure there's something that I probably missed, like I didn't understand yeah. maybe what it was saying, but I, there's n- nothing that I was like way into, and now because of the passage Not of time, like, like Rolling Stones, like, Brown Sugar, like you can't, like you know what I mean, like what with that, <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Um, I mean, I'll tell you what came to mind, and I hated yeah, yeah, the song yeah. at the time. Uh, I wasn't even a teenager, but uh, Winger Seventeen. Oh man. I mean, yeah. she's only well, seven. I mean, there's also that song. It's like she's just sixteen years yeah. old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, yeah, that's yeah. the thing. And the seventies and eighties were full, of, and I'm not saying that's the only decades, but full of a lot of really kind of rapey, rapey old weird dude, shit. old dude yeah. being like, and and that song is even like kind of grooming us because that one song I'm talking about, which. I need to. I'm sorry. I should have looked up the the artist and all that, but Benny I didn't know. Benny Mardones. There we go. Thank you. Into the night. Am I correct? Yep. 
that even that one's kind of grooming us because it's even talking about they won't understand. Yeah, like yeah. they're not going to understand. But girl, you need to get over here in my car and up under me. Nasty. But I was I mean, never like. Yeah, that's my jam. Yeah, well, like, oh, I crank that one up now. Just to remind you guys real quick with my example, this this is yeah, yeah, yeah. the main lyric of the chorus is she's only 17. Daddy says she's too young, but she's old enough for me. Oh, my, oh God. my God. What? What the what? hell? But we thought that was cool. We I nothing. <laughs> I, I don't think I would put myself in that position. I but. definitely think <laughs> who you I, and the mouse in your pocket. Who I, are you talking yes, about here? I definitely think everybody was just like I don't. This wasn't. I wasn't a fan of this sure, particular sure, sure. band yeah. or song. But I think everybody was just like, yeah, whatever, man. Right. Like, like she's probably good to go. I mean, I I think that was a thought of just like I think when you're 16 too, you're like, isn't that big a deal to date somebody who's right. 34? They're fine. Because when you're 16, you're stupid. <laughs> I mean, that's for sure. <laughs> right. I th- well, 16-year-olds today, I think, because of all of this bullshit right. that we did in the 80s and 90s and early 2000s, I think they are smarter. Do not they get me wrong. I'm not trying smarter to put this on as, yeah, yeah. like, much more sensitive. But I'm here to tell you, I knew a bunch of people that were dating college age, which, again, the, maybe the age difference at 16 or 17 and you're dating somebody in college isn't that much. But you got to think about Mm-hmm. It's there. There's a big difference between being a sophomore no. and high school, and uh, sophomore yeah. and college, all. Yeah, right. as someone who spends a lot of time around yeah. Gen Z at my day job, being a high school teacher, if you didn't, this is your first episode of Side Talks. I feel the need to clarify <sighs> right, that, right, right. given the context of this conversation. Gotcha. Uh, they are very aware, yeah, uh, and very conscious. They're not playing sure. that. They shit. are not playing, we that, playing shit. that shit. Right. They we are were not. playing that shit. My a friend of mine had a had a boyfriend who was in college. Who when we were sixteen years old, and he had uh, a Carmagia, which I thought was really really cool. And he that old motherfucker would pull up to that high school <laughs> to pick her ass up, and he would take me home sometimes in the back of that Carmagia. And I didn't. I, all I thought was, damn, this is cool, right? Yeah. And he's like, y'all want beer? You yeah. know? And I'm like, right. yeah, cool, dude. Yeah, yeah. A different different era yeah, different time, very different sure. time very yeah. different time that, that no that's not uh super common anymore they're they're throwing out the term groomer uh more than just about anybody i've ever heard yeah, right. but it does make you think about like i mean because i was just thinking in my head i was like okay half the kiss catalog yeah right like yeah. lick it up uh-huh what, what? Lick what's that, what's that a reference to right lick it up. i mean but then think about like and I'm not saying it, but like maybe some Cardi B 20 years from now, people are going to go like, oh, I don't know. Yeah. Right. Because you didn't. That's the whole thing is like all these things got to pass at the time for for whatever reason. Yeah. You know, though, and when now, you look back, you go, oh, that's fucked up, which, you know, I will say, like, I think that's a good thing. I think if we're looking back and being like, oh, that's not acceptable anymore. I mean, it's not OK that it was acceptable then, but. Something uh, I think it's yeah. You know I, I think that shift in in cultural acceptance is probably a good one. I yeah. will say yeah, though that course. like that I coming when I was I have a very vivid recollection of a particular Uber drive, getting into Sundance. Uh, it was pre pandemic, but uh-huh. but not that far pre pandemic, and uh, we're in the back of this Uber and we're and the gentleman who was driving. I don't even know where to find this music that he was listening to. Oh boy! But it was. It was a very sexually charged ride. Mm. You know, I mean, I was very uncomfortable. I was like, should we say, like, turn it down? I'm just kind of scared. But it was, it was like graphically, like rap that was graphically describing lots and lots and lots of sex acts in very, very crazy ways. And I was like, two live crew really got put on the hook for some shit, which, you know, was more like, you know, right. NWA, two live crew, like all, yeah. 
And but I, this was I was like, damn, where do I where would I even find this? Like on the dark web? It's that bad. Like what the <laughs> fuck am I listening to? Well, and it's like also by the way, it was like one o'clock in the morning. Oh it's God. snowing. I'm like, oh, right. I just guess what the last thing I want to listen to right now is. Well, songwriting used to have innuendo, right? Like <laughs> yeah, not yeah. just like well, stating sure. the Except thing. She's just sixteen years right. old. That's not so innuendo. Or this, no, that's pretty okay. direct. She's only seventeen. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the Stray Cats had an entire song called Sexy and 17. Yeah. That's real. Well, y'all, mine was actually, I went a different direction. Okay. okay. Mine was Angel Angel of Har- Harlem, the U2 uh, song. Okay. That one's a little, feels a little weird to listen to now. I'm just like, what are we doing in this song? Do you know what I I don't mean? know that I ever paid attention to the lyric of that That's song, what I'm to saying. be honest with you. That's what I'm saying. But I, it may not even be just the lyrics, and I don't think the intention is bad. Right. It's just, I think, in today's time bono singing this song is just seems and when you think about rattle and hum i even think they went and recorded it with a choir and Harlem. everything mm-hmm. about it feels yeah. like white saviory Sunset white studios, like yeah. in this strange i don't know to me that song is like they it still gets played nobody's nobody's having an issue with it like they are with like brown sugar's kind of for a lot of people been put on the shelf or rightly so right but and so i mean i don't think this one is obviously as bad but i kind of i heard it recently and i was like damn this feels this feels weird mm. this feels weird to me today and it didn't would never have struck me as odd you at know the at the time i just right yeah yeah i mean if we were if, if we're transitioning to talk about you know racially insensitive or inappropriate uh, I mean, content. I mean, I think it's all fair game yeah, on this question, that's, right? Um, that's, a, that's a major spot of concern, I would say. Right. There's, a, mean, lot, there's a lot of stuff. Especially if we, we start thinking about cinema. I mean, like, not that, like, there aren't movies like, uh, for instance, Manhattan that are about hey, Grooming of, us, yeah. Yeah, grooming underage children, um, even though, no, I'm not going to defend Manhattan. Uh, I almost yeah, said something. I don't think you can. But, I, but, I, but I'm not going to. Um, but sort of racial insensitive, insensitivity, um, like the fucking gong sound in 16 Candles right. Right. Uh, or something like that. I mean, that, there, there are decades of cinema permeated with that sort of thing. Um, so I have to imagine that's true of music. Well, I mean, half degree. the Jerry Lewis movies, Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, well, he was a chill guy. <laughs> oh man, I, I mean, nothing wrong with that fella. Yeah, there's certainly lots of of cinematic examples. Do you have a favorite that you've had other than Manhattan that you've had to kind of put away on the shelf? Well, because that's you feel a big really, one, to yeah. be honest. <laughs> like, but, right. did, but and, I guess my other question, Corey, is did you director. did you like Manhattan? I at loved one point? it. Loved it. See but how I interesting that it. is, though. Like that's so interesting to me because right. I mean, nothing like that content is. It actually has never, that's never been okay. Like, he's so old. She's so young. Like, it's wild that that would ever have been something that anybody would have embraced. But we, like, we, like, culturally, we did. Yeah. I, I, I saw it, though, in high school. So, like, so the, you, the concept yeah. of, like, an older guy dating a high schooler, I saw that and I was like, well, that's kind of gross. But, like... You know, she can handle herself because I was a high schooler, and I and was just of like, yeah, you can handle, right. handle yourself, myself. Right? Uh, and yeah. you know, the the power dynamics are are less obvious when you are seeing that from the vantage point of you know youth than they are when you get into adulthood, and you just you know exactly uh, how creepy and weird that is. Now, th- what I was going to say in light defense of Manhattan Uh-oh. is that I think that's 
part of the point of that character is that he is stuck in like an emotional arrested development. Oof, but I'm not I going to make that argument very strenuously given everything else that has sort of come to light. Well, and I do think that that film is built for us to empathize with him and to want, him, and, yes. and want him to win the girl. Mm, and so I, I, I think to that, not win that girl. I don't know. I don't think we're meant to be like, I don't know. He needs to end up with Mariel, Mariel Hemingway because that's a good match, even though it ends how it ends. And if you haven't seen Manhattan, folks, 2023 is the year to dig into the Woody Allen catalog. <laughs> I mean, Let well, me tell I will, you. I will spoil it for you. It doesn't matter to me. It. Uh, he is, I feel like you're supposed to want them to get together at the end. I, I do. I, I feel like that, that film is built in that way. I disagree with that. I don't think so. Um, I but I we, I don't we, we think, don't need to argue again. No, we don't. I mean, but they, they're there in in this what in the room outside of an, like in a, in a lobby or something. Is this how this ends? Is yeah, this she's leaving. Um, and yes, like, why she, even do that? Like, why even do that? We're, we're, I think you're supposed to kind of pine for that relationship. Mm, I think he kind uh, of goes back and uh, we don't need to have this conversation. That's fine. He goes back and is like, I, I realized I treated you badly, and she's just like, you know, you really need to have more faith in people, and that's how the the movie ends. Um, I, and it's been years since I've seen Manhattan, so forgive me if the context is a little fuzzy. But I'm certainly going to go back and watch it again now. Don't worry. No, about you're it. not. No, I'm not. I'm not. I couldn't do it. I, I do love that oh, movie, man. but I'm never going to watch it again. <laughs> well, I, you know, to me, what always strikes me is just how recently there are, which I think is really telling. Like, if you you can dig, you can scratch back and find a lot of racist bullshit and a lot of really sure. sexist bullshit. Yeah. Um, uh, but I think that in a very, very recent past, there's a lot of homophobic shit. Oh, absolutely. Like, that uh. is probably the thing that is that is the closest to us. Like, I mean, even episodes of, like, Gilmore Girls, the which friends. I treasure and love, is just, like, so. some things are just, there's so many, like, weird gay jokes that are just, A, not funny, and B, even though that show tends to be, I think, really, really funny, do not get me wrong, like, the writing's really, really sharp, but there's, like, some gay stuff that's just kind of fucking terrible and the, i mean I'm, I'm highlighting that particular show but i mean that is that we i just throw throw, throw a rock you're gonna hit it the yeah. 2000s were ripe with that stuff yeah. i mean the hangover was like the biggest comedy of its year and there's like homophobic shit all throughout those movies yeah um mm. to say nothing of a lot of those other sort of big box studio comedies from that era and a lot of them are not like malicious they're using like gay oh as i like don't a, think it's malicious but, but but a lot of them are a lot yeah. of them are like right. transphobic and homophobic and like wouldn't it be crazy if you were making out with a woman and she had a penis right. what would you do yeah like that sort of shit and like well there's a lot even at the same time when so when like the l word is on it's doing whether you like it or not and and I, this is my argument for the l word like lesbians should also get really bad shitty like soap opery content you sure. know what i mean like right, I, don't, right. I mean it isn't nobody's suggesting that it's the best written the best you know the the, the top-notch like it's not sopranos level shit y'all but at the same sure. time like how neither is 80 percent of the content that's on any streaming channel right now period so like give us the bad stuff too that represents us you know All right um but while it's so it's <clears throat> and certainly it's doing these things that are very innovative at the time because it's an entire show dedicated to the lesbian community and uh, and and was covering certain topics that were not being covered. But even while that's happening, there's comments like that's so L word. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like right. it, like even when innovation is happening, it's being shut down. Right. Right. 
Well, I think we can all agree that the, the films of Woody Allen are super good, yeah. and we're going to listen to Brown Sugar sure. by the Rolling There's Stones. There's no homophobia in 80s or 90s or no. 2000s sitcoms. And I'm trying to think of something that I really uh, embraced as, as far as film goes that, that is super problematic now, and I, I don't really know what that would be. Urban so Cowboy. I don't, but I'm not going to have this argument with you either. I actually, you know, on rewatching and it was, I've had long conversations with, with, um, with Bradford, our friend Bradford uh-huh. about this. And we both ha- have, have sort of talked through that and, and it's much longer than something I would want to do right now. Right, but right, right. I do think that there is a, there, there's a way to understand that film through a particular lens. Yeah, There's an anthropological sort of way. To look that's, at that. that's one of, that's one of them. But it, the, the other question is like, as far as character development goes mm. and, and what you're saying feels like a mild turnaround. I'm not so sure that the character development and the mild turnaround is, I think, and I think that there's some, it's, it's also about the amount of screen time that we get with just sissy. Mm-hmm. Right. And her relationship, like with her father. Yeah. And there's, there's like a lot of other interesting things that are kind of happening, but again, it's a, it's a much, I feel like that's an entire, like when, I feel like you could teach a class on sort of like, you know, feminist versus anti-feminist and just look at four films and spend, a, you know, just spend an entire semester just looking at mm-hmm. four films, peeling them apart because it has so much to do with so many other things. So I, I don't know that I would use that one as an example to, in short. And I'm just trying to think probably 16 candles is, yeah. as you mentioned, mm-hmm. like it just incredibly lovable. And it has all the things we said. It's racist. It's sexist. It's, I mean, it's so many things, yeah. and yet I still, I mean, I will say I still watch this film and adore it, but I, I, I watch it and adore it knowing that it is incredibly problematic, and maybe the maybe the worst offender isn't just the gong, right, even though easy for me to say because it's not d- directed toward me, right. but the, the, the weird backseat shit that goes oh, down, yeah. that's the, probably the, sort of the weirdest. The sexual assault. Yeah. yeah. That, she, that she's like, I'm kind of good with it, though, and it's like, oh, fuck. Yeah. There's a bunch of stuff. I wish I could think of a specific example, but I, maybe it's since having a kid and like there's times like I've wanted him to see a movie yeah. that was like from the 80s sure. or whatever. And like, oh, fuck it. I put it on. And then I'm like five minutes in. I'm like, oh, oh, yeah. oh, but I don't remember that. Yeah, yeah totally. As you know. From my childhood or whatever, but totally. watching it as an adult, it's like, God damn. It's, yeah. it's hard to find films from the 80s and 90s that are kind of clean and solid. You know what I mean? Of, of, I feel of like the politically especially the 80s. Oh, yeah. That's the music. Oh, yeah. That's the All of film. It. That's the TV. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. All of it. That's there's got to be cocaine. something. <laughs> yeah. yeah <there's laughs> a, lot a lot of dudes of and like, cocaine. Well, think about even St. Elmo's Fire. Like, part of one of my favorite parts of that film is when it gets really dark and she's mm-hmm. like in a hotel room with a bunch of dudes just she's like i'm in here doing a bunch of lines of coke and it's and it's casually though but it's just right. like casually that she's put herself in this situation where she's like they're about to have it we're about to have a gangbang i mean it's all kinds of things that are just like <laughs> this is just like a friendly like everybody go see this movie movie you know yeah anyway not yeah not great <laughs> well i'm not even i haven't even mentioned the sort of racist shit that's happening in that same scene i'm just gonna leave that Aren't out they, but yeah they're it? japanese businessmen yeah, or something no uh, they're like i think that they're no i think they're middle eastern oh oh oh, oh, oh. Yeah, oh well, i'm just telling you it's well it was a fine error to be really really racist against certain folks well that's yeah. true yeah it, it just that feels like cycles though right i mean <laughs> yeah well for that's real. true sure. i mean, serious you know it, it feels we can like we always hate russians right yeah they're uh 
all purpose. No, I think American culture discovered the country of Japan in the eighties. <laughs> oh so, my god, I know. Um, there was a lot of uh, a lot of exotic. I never thought about oh, that yeah. Yeah. of of Japanese people and like we're we're you know using sushi as a status symbol and like can you imagine eating raw fish like those right. monsters? Mm-hmm. Can you imagine <laughs> bleh, like that shit? And you know, then you look at what's interesting though is that you pull, pull just a handful of these teen films from the 80s and and gr- granted there are a lot of also very very thoughtful very very forward thinking uh 80s films as well i mean we could find those examples but it is funny to think of like okay what's one of the most popular 80s films right you're going to pull something like 16 candles or, mm-hmm. or pretty in pink or something and pretty in pink's less problematic but there's still like some weirdness with the there's some stuff right yeah but then you look at like rebel out of cause which is like really not really offending anybody. Am I wrong? I, it's been a minute. Is there? I mean, it seems like it's pretty. It's it's certainly subtextual. The 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 relation, the, the gay relationship, the gay is stuff subtextual. With Sal, Sal but, and like, but it's really really it's really sensitive at the very least on the, even on the surface, even with the Natalie Wood character, right? Like, I don't yeah. think she's like getting, she's obviously going through her own sort of emotional journey there, but like the movie treats it sensitively. And I think respectfully, um, it's not like she's completely objectified or slapped around by any of the male characters in that movie. And, and, yeah, like that's that's an interesting point of comparison actually. Like we can we can look at all the ways in which that movie's out of date, but it's I think sensitively I think made it, overall. Yeah. And I think doesn't ha- share some of the issues. Maybe the biggest issue just as far as like uh is dynamics go is the maybe the father and the mother and this criticism that James Dean's character has of his father kind of bowing to his mother. Yeah. And that being the fact that it was problematic, but at the same time I think you could also argue that maybe for him culturally that did feel problematic and he was trying to make kind of sense of what the power dynamics in the household were and it's not necessarily a statement yeah. of it being a, it's not necessarily right. a statement against his father. Anyway, I, I mean, it's kind of, yeah, it's much harder to find an issue with Rebel Without a Cause right. than it is with a, a slew of 80s films that we just named. Um, the the uh, absolute most unimpeachable 80s film, of course, is a movie starring C. Thomas Howell called Soul Man. Uh, oh, my God. Uh, which oh, nobody yeah, has yeah, ever had a problem with ever. Oh, right. I, I, I recently tried to watch that because we have it on VHS. And oh, oh you couldn't make it through Soul Man? No, I mean, not because it was offensive, because that's actually what just, I was looking for. I was just like, let's see how bad it gets. This will be, you know, this will be kind of outrageous. And no, it's just, it's just, it's just that so bad. bad. Yeah. It's just that, it's just that unwatchable. But it is, I mean, it's like, I probably looked away from the screen 10 times and just <laughs> utter shock of being like, oh God, oh God, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, anyway. Um, yeah. I mean, I didn't love that film at the time, though. So it's hard yeah, for me I don't to think anybody did. That's the yeah. thing. Nobody yeah. was like, we love the blackface comedy. Right. It was really, really good. Y'all quit having a problem with it. Say what you will about blackface, but. Oh, man. <laughs> Soul Man. Uh, went from Outsiders to. <laughs> yeah, I mean, for real. What a trajectory, right? Also, what a, what a shitty thing to have as being like one of your top headliners. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah. that's one of his like it, you were best known for one, the outsiders. Yes, Soul man. Ha- Ugh, Lord. Well, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Side Talks podcast. We're your own personal cinematic 
Chloe Kardashian and Cherry Flava Pepe. Oh no! What? I don't know what. I know one of... that's just a username. Oh, I, I, what okay. I could really say is like Chloe Kardashian and all of her followers, or a, a large percentage of her followers. Uh, okay, well, what did Chloe this Kardashian is recent. do? This is recent, and and we'll have a little bit of time on it when this airs, but not much. Um, she went as a Bratz doll uh-huh. for Halloween. Okay. That wasn't the issue, though. Yeah. The issue was that, and I saw the photo, and I'm certainly, this is an issue. Her skin tone was much darker than <sighs> what it would normally be. God damn it. I know. And it's, it's yeah. And so, let me just read to you some of the comments okay. um, from folks, like, for example, Cherry Flava Pepe. Okay. Is Khloe Kardashian black? I thought she was white. Generally confused. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Ellen. <laughs> L-M-A-O. This ain't Chloe. Okay. Question mark. Who the hell is this? Yep. Um, Chloe went... Uh, this is my favorite one. Chloe, no damn well, that's not a Bratz doll. Oh, my God. Just wanted to see what she would look like black. Oh, man. Yeah, well, I know. I know. It's and, it's, it, and I mean, I'm just giving you the highlights here. You know, so, how does this keep happening? don't know i can't answer that every year you would think she knows better every year somebody is like you know what i want to be a darker skinned person for halloween i, don't, I can't explain and it i am going to explain. apply makeup thought, to achieve that effect i thought and we understood year, this one general rule i that it's I insane under- how this keeps happening and is it just that like there are some white people out there who are just like yeah yeah i hear you i hear you but I think I can but get away I th- with it. I think I can still do it. Yeah. You know, it was about, remember that place for Maggio's, that restaurant that was down like by UAB? I do remember I like, that. Yeah. I went there one night on Halloween. I think actually a bunch of folks from Sidewalk might have been there. We might Uh-oh. have had a screening or something. And the table behind us um, were two young women that, that, that happened to be black. And our server walked up to our table and I thought, oh, oh no, 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 no. Because like I'm offended and that's terrible, but like, I, you know. Oh no! Yeah, she had on um, she had on the seventies wig, and an outfit, and I I, I couldn't. I, she did not. I, no, I'll say this: she had not altered her skin. She was she was very white. Okay. Um, but when I heard the the table of the woman behind me, kind of you know, there was I could hear the talk that sounded like they were also concerned, uh-huh. and obviously concerned in a more personal way. Yeah. And when she walked up to the table, the one girl kind of looked at her and goes, um, "I'm just curious, who who are you?" And she and, and the girl goes, "I'm Jackie Brown." Oh. And I was like, "Fuck, fuck, wrong answer, wrong answer, yeah. right?" Anyway, though, it got really quiet, and then she walked away, and the one girl just said to the other one. I'm not really sure how I feel about this. Yeah, well, <laughs> understandable. Oh, man. And I mean, part of it was, I was like, I think that the girl's approach was so, I mean, it was, I don't know. I don't know. It was It was definitely without any indication that she thought she was definitely thought she was being cute. I'll put it that way. Hey, so if you want to dress up as Jackie Brown, <laughs> as Pam Greer's character in Jackie Brown, but you yourself are a white person, here's what you can do. Wear a stewardess outfit. End of sentence. You know, in her defense, she might have thought, well, Tarantino's really racist and offensive, and, and everybody okay. loves him. All right. Oh, thank you to Boutwell Studios. Uh, Jackie Brown's a masterpiece. Thank you, Brad. It's thank my you. favorite Tarantino film. It's, I'm not it's a great going one. It's as a Jackie great Brown for anything. Nor but, should uh, you. Yeah. Now, I will be dressing up next Halloween as Samuel L. Jackson's character from Jackie <laughs> Brown, but I'm going to do it tastefully 
and I can get away. Oh, with you it. can definitely get yeah, away I can with it. Nobody will care if you do it. No, no, not at Nobody all. Nobody will look at you and say, "I don't know how I feel about that." They will definitely know how they feel about it. Yes, they will know immediately, and they should. Uh, why don't you visit us online at uh, sidewalkfest.com or uh, follow us on social media at Sidewalk Film. Share your uh, non-problematic Halloween costumes with us because we want to see that. You could email us with that at podcast at sidewalkfest.com as well because Sam will check that email eventually. Some, at some point. Uh, but again, that website, sidewalkfest.com. Visit us. Get your tickets to showtimes at the cinema. We're showing some good stuff and we want to see movies, you there. Movies, movies, movies. That's right. Movies. Okay. That's it. Bye. Bye. Batwell Studios Podcast Division. Your words, our expertise.